Hey everyone, it's your favorite podcast. It's the Alt, and uh, we have with us here today it's Kay and Jay. Welcome to the Alt, where we are a space where we talk about all the things that are going on in our lives, all while we are trying to do life his way. His way, everybody. That's God's way. That is. Hey, Kay, sis. How hey, are Jay. you? Hey, Jay. <laughs> we'll go ahead and start off. Before you ask me how I'm doing, let's, we should do our hellos and goodbyes. You'll Why find not? out exactly how I'm doing, right? Exactly. So right. our hellos and goodbyes for those who are new here, our hellos are um, things that we want to go into the week saying hello to. And goodbyes are the things that you want to leave in the past and not go back and leave it, leave it there um, and not think about it anything just by felicia leave it there so <laughs> hellos and goodbyes go ahead jay go ahead tell us sis my good I'm, sis what is our... i'll go first i just want y'all to notice notice how kate typically has me go first i just want y'all to know these things but that's okay um I know it gives me more time to think it gives me more time to think <laughs> he just gave me the side i like really don't <laughs> but yes all right so guys as um Kay just said my um go as i go and share my hellos and goodbyes so i'm going to say hello to guess what people being unavailable and being okay with that um oh. i'm saying hello to being unavailable to people to the world because every now and then you have to make yourself unavailable so that you can maintain your what peace um maintain your mind maintain your zen maintain your holy place maintain all of those things that you need that is good for yourself you know so i am saying hello to being unavailable because i think oftentimes um i have not given myself permission or okay to to just not be available you know i've made it seem like or made myself to be unavailable i made it seem like no you have to be you have to make sure you're always there for everyone and i and for people who know me, have been around me for a long time, um, I've been like that for a while where I, I'm making myself unavailable. Um, I'm always making myself available to everyone because I've always had this mindset that if I'm not um, available, then um, God forbid, I'm the last phone call. God forbid, I'm the last text message and I don't pick right. up. I just can't deal with that. But I'm learning right. that it is okay to be un available available yeah that's true because in that you teach people how to treat you you teach people that you are over functioning and they you teach them that you're always available so yeah i will come girl i understand (laughs) (laughs) set those boundaries set those boundaries so i'm saying um hello to that and being okay with it and i'm saying goodbye to um to the idea of not being okay with it and over committing myself and um, mm. I now have a new thing and I've been doing this for some time now where I do not, I keep my weekends as free as possible. I try to give myself no more than um, two things at max that I will commit to, two at max. And that used to be very different for me because I was a person because I always wanted to be available to everyone. Oh, you have a party at three. Oh, dang, you have a party at six. Oh, you having something at 10. Okay, I'm gonna make it to all of them. I'm gonna go to everything. I'm gonna go to 10. I'm gonna go to six. I'm gonna go to two. And I'm gonna try to do all that while trying to be a mom. Those were those young days too. Yeah, and you're younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving. I'm making it to everybody's event, supporting everybody because that's what good friends do. And so I've learned. No, um, we're saying bye to that part. And I've been saying bye to that bo- that part more. I'm just not overcommitting myself because I want to be a little bit more present with what's happening in my present. How about that? Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. You tell. I like both. Where you at? Where am I at this week? Um, I want to say goodbye to um, just the idea of, I want to say goodbye to 
not standing up for myself. Wow. Um, I think there's there. I've realized that for a long time, I didn't stand up for myself in the professional world. Um, and I've gotten it together in my personal life. But now I think I need to trans transition it into my professional life. Because as sometimes, you know, you work these jobs and they start adding things to your responsibility, mm-hmm. adding things to your to your um, list of responsibilities, your list of responsibilities. And you're like, OK, OK, I'll do it because you don't want to complain. You don't want to because you don't, you don't want your boss or whoever to think that you are unable to do it. Right. But just that kind of like what you said, it ties in because now I am teaching my employer how to treat me and that I'm going to overfunction and I'm going to always be available. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to join in with you with that, but saying that for my professional is just standing up for myself and just, nah, I can't, I can't do that. Um, I had a good example about that at work this week where a coworker of mine, she stood up for something they were adding. And at first I was like, girl, she, she stood up and it turned <laughs> like, out. You want your job? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, it turned out like, she was like, no, I, I, I cannot. And I was like, you know what? I can't either. Why am I doing this? So, so yes, definitely that. And I want to say hello to, um, it just left my mind just that quick. <laughs> should have read it down. I should have read it down, but I'll, I'll stick to that. I'll stick to just the goodbye of that. And just saying hello, saying hello to asking for help. That's what it is. That's good. I am someone who I do not like to ask for help. I don't like to ask for help. Right. I don't, I, I just don't like to ask for help. And so that leads into over-functioning. That leads into always saying, I'm available, I'm available. Um, but that's, sometimes you just need help. Sometimes you just need to say, I can't do this. Can you help me? Can yeah. you help me get this done? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I want to say hello to asking for help when needed. because that's, Those are good. I mean, I know for me, I've, I've, I'm kind of like that where I still sometimes don't ask for help for various, I think my reasons are one. Um, uh-oh. I'm laughing because I know. Are you laughing? Uh oh. Because I trust that I'm gonna do it the way that I wanted to get done. Because I just like Uh, because you like it a particular type type of way. way. See, yours is that. Mine is asking for help. Like, I guess for me, it's like asking for help, putting myself out there to ask for help, and then you say no. Oh, the rejection. Yeah, the rejection. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you're like things on your way. Yeah. So you don't like to ask for help. I still remember that one time we were doing something and a mutual friend of ours um, was like putting tablecloth on the table for something. And I was like, no, it is not falling. They're all not the same. They're not at the same level. It's okay. I'll just do it. How about you do this other thing? So she has come to learn to be like, no, I'm not doing that part. Let me just do the other, the other <laughs> things that are not that important. Cause I know you're going to be inspecting every little thing. And I, <laughs> so yeah, I'm learning, I'm learning, but that's good. As always, you know, our hellos and goodbyes are always good. I always say this is good, good free therapy. And as always, guys, we always ask, please, if you have hellos and goodbyes, you can share it. On our Instagram, um, we put up something every week, every Monday. Monday. Share your hellos and goodbyes weekly with us um, and share it. Or if you feel comfortable, you you feel uncomfortable sharing it with the world, maybe DMing it to us or even emailing us at info.theout at gmail.com. That Love is it. our hellos and goodbyes. So, um, Jay, what are we talking about today? 
I know you told me about something and I can't wait for the people to hear it. What are we talking about today? So um, I was talking to, um, to Kay. Um, um, this is, uh, uh, is going to be a little, this is going to be like more of a personal episode in terms of us as parents, right? Um, so this is like a parenting episode and um, just want to put that out there because I think we didn't want to say this is a mommy episode because guess what? We all can benefit from this, dads as well as moms. And so we want to make this a parent episode. And if you don't have kids, who says you can't still be a part of this conversation? But it had to do with, we were talking about, we were just talking about just randomness because Kay and I do that sometimes. And on this particular time, I was sharing with her, like, um, one of my favorite, um, Bible, I do the Bible app and I have a, um, one of my favorite, um, devotionals that I literally keep and I have it saved and I've shared it. I'll invite other mommy parent friends to listen to it because I felt like it was, it just helped to really offer me some great, um, it was very refreshing is the word that I said to Kay. And um, somehow we were in our little mommy place and um, and we were just talking about how sometimes it can be very overwhelming and this, that, and the third. And I was just sharing with her like, oh man, there's this, there's a particular Bible um, there's a particular devotion on the Bible app, which this is not a commercial for the Bible app, but this is the device that I was using. And, um, and the Bible really, app, feel free to, um, <laughs> please on feel free. <laughs> but it was, it's a, it's a, it's a devotion that I literally go back to it. Um, just every now and then when I just need to be reminded, um, and it's, it has to do with this idea of, and it's titled restoring our view of motherhood by Amy, and I'm not going to even pretend to say her last name because um, I will butcher it um, really bad. So we can just put that information in our um, info section. That show we notes, have. yeah, yeah, in our show notes. But at the end of the day, I took away from it um, just this idea of, and I think you know we all can agree, those who are parents or those who have um, what I call the aunts and uncles who pick up your kids for a little bit and then they're so happy to give your kids back off. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> after, they, after they had the parent, they've been parenting for part, part of time. Auntie. Yeah, mm-hmm. the auntie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just this idea that, you know, parenting is hard. And right, it is. It's, whoo, as we both exhale. <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't done the, um, I haven't gone through the devotion that you sent uh-huh. me but I wanted to ask you because you told me about it and I was like let's record the episode and you know we can tell, tell everyone about it mm-hmm. so what is it like in the article does it talk about um how the state of motherhood is now and the way I say the reason I say that is okay just stay with me here in the in the old like in previous generations right I felt I feel as though the struggles of motherhood wasn't really discussed because this was something that um, would we frowned upon. Like if you were to say motherhood is hard, like you were judged and you were judged very, because as a woman or as a mother or as a parent, you're supposed to love um, this whole process because these are blessings. I give you love your kids. So do you feel as though now, because now I, everyone shares about how difficult it is. It's a very open open dialogue for most parts. Do you believe that we have gotten to the point where now we're at the extreme of where all we do is complain about motherhood? Because I'm starting to think that we've reached that extreme of, and I don't know if the, if the devotion talks about that. You know what? It's the, the thing, and I think this is why I really enjoyed this particular devotion because it was honest. <laughs> 
Um, it's a seven day devotion. And one of the, when one of the days she literally talks about how she's overwhelmed, she's, you know, it opens up day one with her being in bed and her toddler walking into the room. And it's just like, you know, and I was just saying as parents, how many times do we feel as though like, oh my God, it's a Saturday and I can never sleep in late or I can't ever sleep in any day. And, um, and all throughout the different days of the devotion, I mean, I think the points that she highlights are very relatable that as okay. a mom, I saw myself in. So I, I, one thing I definitely, and I think this is why I really enjoyed about it, that it was refreshing because it was honest and true. It wasn't this, um, it wasn't this, it, uh, it, it was honest and true in the, in the sense that there are moments and there are challenges. Um, there are moments in being a parent where it is overwhelming, you know, where it's overwhelming, where you're feeling like, oh my God, I just want a moment to myself and all this kind of, you know, and, and all of that. Right. Um, and I think um, just getting, um, if I can um, just um, talk about the, the question or answer the question that you said was, do you feel as though we're on the other end? I to me being on the other end, because you are right. I believe that there was a time where for you to even say that to even for you to even pretend to even for you to even say something negative about it, it would be like, how dare you? Aren't you happy being a mother? Like, how dare you? Like, how dare you even say anything negative about it? I mean, I can't even recall how just last year, you know, my mom doesn't stay with us um, because my mom lives in Haiti. And so she was in town for one of her visits. And I remember she called me, not called me, I was home with her and I was sitting on the couch watching TV and she's like, it's four o'clock. When are you picking up the kids? And I said to her, and I said to her, school, their school ends at six o'clock and I will pick them up around 5.30. And she, her response to me literally after I said that was, you don't like being a mother? And I said to her, literally she said, you don't like being a mother. Of course, she said, she said this in Creole. And I was like, who said I didn't like being a mom? I just was trying to, I just wanted to sit here and watch TV for a moment. So all this to say, you're right. There was a time where I don't feel like you could, we had the um, people, that, uh, uh, mothers didn't even feel like how they could. I think we're just a very different generation from our parents where we are there definitely more vocal. And in us being more vocal, I don't see us being on the other far extreme where we're completely like, anti-motherhood where we're like i'm not having no babies where moms and where, where women are sh- like nah i want mm-mm. granted you have your few that are like no i really I don't really want to have kids um for you know for various reasons but i don't think that we're on the far other extreme where we are so anti-kids that that we're discouraging others from having children that we're that the that the dominant narrative is that we're discouraging discour- discouraging others from having children. Where of course there are times where I know sometimes as moms you'd be like, "Oh, you don't want this life," but um, <laughs> enjoy yourself. <laughs> enjoy your, you know, girl. You don't want this life. But I think sometimes when we say that there is some humor, there's a humor attached to that. I saw with a little bit of reality in there too. Right, right, right. But. I don't think we are frowning down on it and we're like dreading it. And it's just like, no, I, so that's why I don't think we're on the other extreme of it. Now, do we every now and then grumble? Do we every now and then complain? We do. But I think what I really enjoy about this particular devotion is that what she says about the complaining and what she says about the grumbling and, um, and her, her response to that, which for me, it really helped me to just really, shift and that mm-hmm. was this idea of gratitude um this okay idea of being grateful um 
and not even great like changing your perspective like in changing your pers- like looking right, and changing- glass half full glass half empty type of situation right, right exactly because sometimes in being a mom or being a parent right this is for our dads out there too you there's so many hats and in her and in what she was saying is there's so many cards that were dealt right there's so many cards and hands that were dealt whether how about this where even though, you know, where one parent is probably the primary parent, if you understand what I'm saying, whether you're in a situation where somebody's working nights or they're working a lot. So one parent is having to take that on or, you know, different, um, or the dynamics of our families are different where when I say dynamics, I'm talking about outside of different shifts, but just the responsibilities in certain homes, um, just all those different things. And because of the different cards that we're being dealt, sometimes it becomes like, oh my God, I cannot have a, I cannot breathe. This becomes overwhelming, blah, 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 blah. But the thing that I appreciate that she says is all of that is real that I like is, and all of that is true, but don't forget to be grateful for it. Yeah. And I don't mean to cut you off, but like with that, with, with what you said, that, and that's why I asked that question is that sometimes I think that we've reached to this point where you've gotten so far and just constantly looking at the negative that you've reached over, but you don't like, but go ahead. I was going to say, I think the, um, the, uh, this I'm going to say the, 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 uh, jumping off the cliff part. Or going on the other extreme, I think, is when we lead in that. When I'm so, um, when I am so unhappy, and now let me say this because this just popped into me. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. We're not talking about postpartum. We're not talking about you know because those things are real. That's not what we're talking about because we know that um, those things are real and those are, there's some mental issue, you know, mental issue part, but that's not, that. that's not the part we're talking right, about. Right, 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 right. We're talking about, okay. Um, but we're talking about those who just kind of complain like, oh my God, these kids, Lord Jesus. Now you can express yourself, right? I believe we can have those mommy moments because I've had mommy timeouts where I've had to be like, I can't today. Nope. I'm, I'm, mm-mm, I'm, mm-mm, I'm done. But I think when we stay there, when we stay in that tantrum, when we stay on the floor, and not only do we stay on the floor, but we no longer are caring for our children, where we're no longer showing love, we're no longer leading in love, and we're no, literally where we're neglecting our kids. Um, that's where I think the uh, that's the extreme. That for me becomes oh no, now you're on the other extreme where you are now like neglecting your child, and you have no desire to get up off your get up off that floor and care and love for them. Um, that's where I think the extreme is. Um, but I think the honest part is it becomes, it is overwhelming sometimes. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with acknowledging that having that mommy moment, having the mommy timeout and then getting up off the floor and now leading your kids in love, giving yourself that time and like, okay, now I'm leading in love. I'm, I'm caring for my kids. I think the extreme is when we no longer, when we allow the, the, um, the frustration to be how we now lead and how we care for our kids. That's when we become abusive, whether it's emotionally, whether it's physically. And that part mm-hmm. right there is the extreme. Right. I, I see that. Cause even with your example, like when you first started with it, like laying in bed, right? Like I think of like so many times where I'm in bed and my kids who are early risers are waking up at like 6am and they're coming into the room and I'm just like, 
Man, I know, like, uh, you know, these, like, back in the day, like, oh, I could to be sleep young and with no kids. Yeah, I could sleep, and I could, I can, I could, I could have done X, Y, yeah. and Z. And so then, I remember one specific time having that, I having that thought come to my mind. But then also right after being thinking, you know, but also let's look at the things that you should be happy about, like the gratitude that you speak of, like. Right. My kids are happy. They're happy to come jump in, jump into the bed. They, they like feel you, safe. Girl. They like me. They feel safe <laughs> enough to come into bed with me um, and wake me up. They feel they want to see me. They want me up. They want to be around me. Um, my kids are healthy. Um, like you know, just just different, just different things that I could be. I could say I could I could yeah different things I could be appreciative for rather than just focusing on the fact that yeah I wanted to sleep in maybe 20 30 an hour more but I can't get that but however there are some good things these moments finding some gratitude within the moment I think that will help me like I'll probably like just switch my mindset a little bit next time I get a little bit frustrated just look at a couple of things that I I like what you said I'm sorry Kate for jumping in there but I like how you said it finding the gratitude in that moment because you're right. right We are going to have moments as parents where it's like, well, like today I had a moment, Kay, you saw it where, <laughs> was it yesterday? I don't even know. But I, yeah, it was yesterday where I think I was going to, Kay, I think Kay was going to be like, okay, where, I, you know, <laughs> it's that moment where you see another parent is talking to their child and you just be quiet as the parent. Cause you like the way at the rate she going, she might include me in that conversation. I might get, I might get some of that and I don't want none. So you're that just he, like. Ooh, let me let me let me be quiet and not like say a word. <laughs> so yes, so that heat, um, that heat was coming, and I, <laughs> he was there because it's it's real. You know how it is, is. You know you're trying to have a conversation with an adult, and your child is just not understanding, and they're coming into the space. And and as many and, and as many times if you gone over what the expectations are, how they're supposed to wait and don't interrupt. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Tell that to a five and a three-year-old sometimes they're just not getting it. Right, right, right. right, right. They want to be able to turn on and watch um, Sleeping Beauty right now and you know (laughs) the code and they don't know the code and they need to get the code. And you're like, you know what I mean? Is there a mini emergency? You know, is there a mini emergency? And I literally, you know, oh my God, I literally thought I was going, the heat was going to go to everybody. And I think it's super important that in those moments, and I've learned in those moments, I have to, let me be a big girl about it and give myself a mommy timeout. I just can't. And I just cannot. And um, and after I step away and give myself my mommy moment, I can then come back. And I'm now, when I now, when I'm, when I return back to my kids, right, when I come back and I'm in, in close quarters with my, my children, I'm not coming from a place like, you see what you just did? Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Right. But rather it's, you know what? Um, the grace in that moment is, you know what? Let me give her grace in that moment. You know, right. five, <laughs> she's three. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. And again, we're not saying that this is easy. It's not, it's not easy. This life mm-hmm. that we're trying to live as you know, believers is not easy when we find that God is calling us to react to die to life differently. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not always that easy, but I think this is where God is continuing to work with us. And this is even for me talking to me right now, this is where God is continuing to work with me 
is he's he's continuing to show me this is this is how this is how I need you to lead. This is how I need you to live this life. And this parenting life is the same because guess what? Your grace is not sufficient in this, but my grace is sufficient in Amen this. Amen to that. Amen no. to that. You, you, Amen. Yeah, your your patience is going to run out, Jay. Right, that's where, right. That's where my patient comes in. Where your stop right. is where I come in. Where you are exhausted, then I come in. You know what I mean? And that's where I think um, that I really enjoyed about just what this devotion helped me to just kind of retrain, you know, just re, re, retrain myself. Like, no, be, you know, be, 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 appreciate, appreciate the moment, be gracious um, mm-hmm. and offer grace in that and um, be grateful, you know? And I think, you know, and I think we're going to always all go back to 2020, you know, and even now 2021 and learning the importance of just being just, just loving our kids more, holding them a little bit. Being tighter. present and yeah, being as present as possible because right. everything else is everything else is um I mean all things are fleeting, but like definitely like how quickly the world can change and the most important yeah, things are the things that are like your children and, and your family. So you so can I, rumble, but just don't you can come you can have your map you can have your moment, but just get just get get up. <laughs> don't stay. Yeah. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Okay. So uh, I know that for me, one of my biggest struggles when I became a a mom, like seven years ago, when I became a mom was that realizing that my prayer time was like, or my prayer time was just different. Like speaking again about waking up in the morning, like being able to on a Saturday, Sunday, whatever day, being able to wake up and get that devotion, like being able to sit there, um, long prayers. And being able to, Holly. Yeah. Being able to do all of that. <laughs> then realizing like, girl, uh, your baby's waking you up and you, you don't probably have that time. Or even if you're trying to have that time, they're knocking at the door, mommy, I need, or this or that, or give me the code for that. <laughs> for for a uh, beauty of the beast or whatever it is that was the one of the hardest things i had to come across and i remember at the time going to my pastor and just being like i just like i just feel as though i'm not able mm-hmm. to pray like how i want to pray mm-hmm. and i'm not able to do the things that i'm able to do and i was literally in tears like mm-hmm. and i'm just so exhausted like i'm so exhausted i'm so tired and I don't know, and 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 I'm I just like what I want to do, what I want to do, I cannot do. What I what mm-hmm. what I used to do to help with this tiredness and frustration, I'm not able to do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that those were that, that was like one of the biggest, um, still still a struggle I mean, now. Even. Oh man, listen, some of us, I laugh because. That's where I still am in, you know. Yeah, I'm still, still a struggle. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm still trying to find um just find that time, find that prayer time, find that devotion time, find that time where I'm just able to connect with the Lord. Um, and I think like you, and I think um just for people, especially if you have younger children, it's a, it's harder because of the fact that they need you. Like the need is it's just a little bit more. Um but I think again what I really, uh, what I think I'm le- learning again, this idea of gratitude, but also this thing about grace, you know, I think where I think 
got like I, I, I said, I, I just realized I said think about like four times in this one sentence, but <laughs> I believe that God grants us grace also in that, that he recognizes and he realizes, he realizes your mom right now. He realizes that, that what you were doing and how you were doing is going to be very different from what you are doing now. And that is okay. It, it reminds me of a scripture. Um, I believe it's in first Corinthians chapter, um, first Corinthians chapter seven, right? Yeah. First Corinthians chapter seven. Um, and in first, in, and, and in first Corinthians chapter seven, um, here it is, you know, they're talking about, um, I believe it's Paul. Don't butcher me guys, but I think it, it was Paul. He's speaking about, um, just the, um, the expectations about the single, the single woman, the um, married man, um, the married woman, and different things like that he speaks of. And um, as he speaks about this, he says to them, hey, um, as a single person, this is your, your, your responsibility, your devotion is to God. Um, and your time is undivided. Mm. Because as a single person, you, you, can, you can say yes <laughs> to this, to this, to this, to this, because there's no one else. Um, you, you can say yes, right? But then also you can completely fully give of yourself to the Lord because he is at this season in your life, your, 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 partner, your partner, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. as a married man, as a married woman, it changes. It changes because now your spouse becomes that person. And it's okay. And as I'm speaking, well, let me pull it up really quickly. Um, it says here in verse 32 of First Corinthians chapter seven, I would like you to be f- free from concern. He recognizes this is becoming, this is, this may be an issue. An unmarried man is concerned about the, an unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affair and how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world and how he can please, and how he can please his who? Wife. Because Wife. again, Things are different and his interests are divided. And because of that, right, because he is husband and um, he's now husband, his attention is divided. Right. He right. goes on and says, and um, us in this little Bible study we have right now. Come on, God. Won't God do a Bible study for your podcast? And then he says in verse 34, his interests are divided. And an unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affair. Her aim, which is what she's focused on, what she's, what drives her is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and in spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this, this world. world. And guess what? How she completes her husband. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, again, Paul is telling us here, like, no, it happens because we're now in these different seasons of our lives. And because of that, how we used to devote ourselves to the Lord or how we would honor our Lord is different. How we would honor God is different. And I think once we become these parents, God understands that, guess what? You may not be able to be at the 6 a.m. prayer meeting and be on and be and do a six to six. I'm, I love you still, you know, um, you're still a son of mine. You're still a daughter of mine. He understands those things. Um, and I think we have to give ourselves grace, right? Right. We give ourselves grace to know that God understands that, you know what? My devotion might be this mommy app. My, my devotion might be the Bible app where when I'm in bed in the middle of the night, that might just be my little time with the Lord. Um, it might just be, hey, me in the car. So what I hear you saying is qu- quality over quantity. So you may not have, 
yeah quality over quantity so you may not maybe you're not able to to spend that 40 35 minutes that you were used to spending but like i remember 10 minutes that you spend yeah concentrated 10 minutes i remember when i was nursing i was nursing and um we were on a fast as a church no, I'm not fasting. I can't fast in that moment. And the Lord knows. <laughs> Cause yeah, I right, eat. right. Because my right. baby is depending on me. And so that's right. what I'm saying. I think we have to give ourselves grace in that moment to understand that God knows and God understands that, you know what, like you said, it's not um, how many times I'm praying, but it's what I'm doing with those moments where I do have time to pray. Yeah, you know, quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. And I believe that God is... Um, asking that as I, as I'm talking to Kay and my five-year-old walks is now walking into, <laughs> it's not walking into, into the situation to give me a hug. You see how, you see how this is the, this is, you know, see how the Lord makes us act out the things that we talk about. Right, um, right. They both just walked in. And so this is how I can appreciate the, what we said, the finding the gratitude in the moment, yeah. because um, my old self would be like, what are you doing here? Get out right out of that. But I just got to embrace this is where I'm at, even though I'm in the garage right now where, you know, I made sure that they were taking a, almost a two hour nap and they decided to wake up and find me. But, and, and that's where I'm at. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is so this funny. Is, and this is this day is trying her best to keep it together and continue with this podcast. And we are but, because this is it. This is this, this is, is what it. we got. This is it. We have our special <laughs> guest. We have our special guest. So okay, with that being said, guys, I think that um I want I want to say that I we have realized that being a um this is the code. They're asking about the code again. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. Go ahead. All right, guys. That's that. It's real life happening in real time. So, with that being said, so so that we can wrap up, so that many J's can get the code for what they need. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. All right. So, Jay, what would what would your advice be to not just um new moms, old moms, or people who are just in different seasons of their lives? Um, what would your, what would your advice be? My advice would be as I right now, just right now live, if we were, if we had a video of this, y'all would have, y'all would have seen how I was looking for grace all up in here. And I was offering the grace in the moment and I was not grumbling. And even when we got this, I think this was, you know, a guy, God is really good. You know, God is really good. Just, just again, how he helps us to just, let's, let's put that, let's put that to practice. Let's put that to practice live and in what color. How about that? Um, and so um, I think one of the biggest advice or things that I would give outside of just kind of embracing the moment, even the unexpected ones. <laughs> just right, right, right. But <laughs> excuse me, we live in a world where I think um, we do a lot of um, <clears throat> comparing, right? How, um, how how comparing ourselves and how well am I mothering or parenting? Uh, right, right, else, right. And right. sometimes that does more damaging, that does more damages, I'm sorry, to us. And so one of the big things I probably would say to new parents, old parents, parents raising toddlers like me, Lord Jesus, help us, is to um, just don't compare. Don't compare yourself um, to what anyone else is doing or how anyone else is parenting. Um, but rather, 
just use the word, you know, just use, you know, be, but just use what you know in terms of, we all know what love looks like. We all know what it feels like to be loved and to feel valued and those kinds of things. And just love your kids in that way, lead in that way. You know, just don't compare because that comparing, that comparing spirit have you questioning and, 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 and measuring up all the while speak the language of your children, you know, speak their language and what matters to them and how you want to go ahead and love on them. Um, now, if it, yeah, I would just say, just don't get caught up. Just don't get caught up in comparing your parenting with another person's parenting. Um, but allow the, you know, allow, you know, what, you know, love feels, you know, allow and that, but allow, um, what, you know, love is and what it feels like to be loved, to be the place in which you lead. Yes. And I was tongue tied right there, guys. <laughs> so about that. <laughs> How about you, Kay? What um, piece of advice would you give? I think the, the biggest piece of advice would be not believing the lies of the enemy. Ooh, I think that we the have lies. to. Yeah. Is, like, is he telling the people? Yeah. The biggest lie that I have, um, that I have encountered um, is the lie that you are alone and that you're the only one going through this. It kind of goes with your comparison. Oh, true. I got you. Yeah. It's like the okay. same thing in a sense, but I know that I had a season in my life when I had my twins and I had my twins and I lived pretty far from my core, um, my support system. And at that time, my, um, my husband worked night shifts. So I was on my own, um, with the twins while he was at work. And so I just remember during that time feeling so, um, just being feeling so alone, feeling like there was no one else who understood and that I was, I was by myself and that, um, no one was here. And that was a lie because I was not alone, you know, that they, and and that no one else was going through what I was going through. And, and that was completely a lie. And I realized that, that the that the enemy wants you to feel alone or likes to pull you away to feel alone because at the same time not only did i feel alone i then started to withdraw so that i was alone so i wasn't really trying to ask for help or come into the circle so i just felt like i was in this place where i needed to be by myself and that i felt alone so i was pulling myself away and that was one of the biggest lies because when you're alone and you're and you're separated you think of eve like the serpent didn't speak to Eve when she was with Adam. Right, she right, he waited right. till when she was separate. And so when you're separate and you're feeling alone um, and you're not reaching out, um, you end up just believing the other lies, the lies that you are alone. No one cares about you. You're by yourself. Like, and that was not a good season for me. So yeah. I would say even as your, your toddler's become teenagers who, 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 who do what teenagers do and then teenagers become young adults who do what young adults do. And as a parent, you should always just remember that there are other people who are going through the same thing as you. And it would help you to reach out and have a good set of mommy friends. Because as soon as I was able to As soon as I was able to reach out to Jay or reach out to my other mommy friends who had, who were, those who had already passed the toddler stage and those who were still currently in the toddler stage is like, Oh, I'm not by myself. You're struggling with this. Just like I'm struggling with this. It's hard for you. Just like it's hard for me. Um, 
and I'm not just failing. I'm not failing at this. I'm, 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 because you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm doing the best that I can, and with God's grace, I'm doing a great job. (laughs) So, um, so I think that that's one of the advices that I would, I would give, or an advice that I would give, um, any mommy out there. Any mommy out there, or daddy, yeah. mommy, daddy, granddaddy, custodian, oh, whoever, like right, whoever who are taking care of children, right. aunties, yeah. all of that. Um, I think that this is a universal, universal message for all people, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, this I was it. this was awesome. This was good, and I think even just us. Yeah, talking and about I loved it. our special guest. I know. I said, <laughs> 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 special guest. Um. It's so fun. It's so funny. It's so funny how even as we're having the episode that it's also helping us to just kind of flush some things out and just to help us to, again, build us back up. You know what I mean? Because as mommies or parents, we're constantly pouring out to our kids, pouring out to our families. And it's super important that we're always um, we always give ourselves some um, me time. So we're able to restore ourselves, replenish, recharge and I think those moments where we're able to have the, our mommy squads or our daddy squads to help us to know that we don't parent alone, right? I think there's actually, um, if I'm not mistaken, a podcast, another podcast that says "Don't mommy alone" or something like right, that. Right, 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 right. There you is. So, mm-hmm. so that's that don't idea, mommy. right? And then this idea of just not only um, not mommying alone or not daddying alone, but also to not compare and not to listen to those lies because those are all lies from the enemy. You know, just know right. that has gift you with enough grace to do what you're doing. Amen. So with that being said, guys, we want to thank you again for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and subscribe if you're on Apple and give us a five-star rating. Um, If the spirit leads you to give anything less than a five-star rating, just go back and talk to Jesus because I'm sure he wants you to give us a five-star rating. With that being said, thank you again for joining us. You guys know where you can reach us at the Alt Podcast on Instagram or email us at info.thealt at gmail.com. This was a good one. Have a good one, guys. And keep living life. His way. way. Bye. Bye. (laughs)